Your girl is a homebody, so one of the best parts of the day for me is when I can come home, put on my comfy pajamas, get snuggled up on the couch, and enjoy something to drink while catching up on a TV show. The thing is, though, that I don't want to drink wine all the time because, though I love it, I'm no longer a huge wine drinker like I was back in the day. I have morning headaches and even inflammation to thank for that. So, to help fill that gap, I've been enjoying Recess Mood as a guilt-free way to unwind. Recess Mood really is a vibe y'all there are only 20 calories per serving no added sugar and it's infused with stuff i like including mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens which really helps me to relax after a high energy day recess mood has four delicious flavors to choose from my personal fave is strawberry rose if one of your goals in 2024 is to drink less alcohol this is the way Give Recess Mood a try today and see how relaxed it helps you feel. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hey, hey, you're listening to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. My name is Bree, and I'm the host of the show. I'm also the founder of browngirlselfcare.com. Thank you so much for pressing play on another awesome episode. If this is your first time here, just so you know, this is a a podcast and resource for Black women by a Black woman. And in this space, we talk about any nothing's off the table, anything and everything pertaining to self-care, from finances to mental health to um, Black girl joy to, to any and everything, okay? So today, speaking of any and everything, we have a really good episode I have a special guest. Her name is Crystal Banner. And back in May, she came into Brown Girl Society, my private group, and shared her experience of being a nomad. And so I got to ask her, or we got to ask her a ton of questions. And that is what you're going to listen to today, a part of our conversation. Not the entire conversation, because a little bit of that was exclusive, but I thought that this would be a really awesome resource to share on the podcast. So we're going to be talking about things like, do you have to have an RV to be a nomad? Where are people going to the bathroom if they're living in an RV? That was like one of my main questions. And even um, like, how do you, how is she able to afford this? Like, how are you able to afford doing this? So all kinds of questions are going to be asked. Let's go ahead and get into today's episode. And I want to shout out, by the way, really quickly, the Sugar Shack Collection. Thank you so much for sponsoring today's episode. Let's go ahead and get into it. So we're going to have this conversation about van life, about minimalism, about being a black woman out in them streets, solo traveling, how your life has changed for the better, I'm sure, the ups, the downs, the in-betweens, and how you're practicing self-care doing it all at the same time right so before I jump in so I told you I had a lot of questions we talked about this yes before I get into my questions we have this conversation please Crystal um first of all thank you so much for hopping on with me and second of all please introduce yourself to our community wow I think you said a mouthful right there (laughs) (laughs) like she said I ain't gonna say nothing Uh, I am Crystal Banner I have been living in some sort of vehicle since 2015 and uh, don't see myself ever going back. (laughs) Um, The struggle be real sometimes, but the freedom is worth it. (laughs) Mm, I love that. I love that. And so you said you've been, you've been about that van life since 2015. Did I hear you say that? 2015, yes. So that was over five years ago. August will be six years. Wow. So six years of van life. That is so dope. And like I had mentioned before, before we started recording, I have really no clue how I stumbled upon you other than searching on YouTube. Um, 
And I said, oh, no, 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 no. I Like, I could not go by your video. I don't know if it, you had, maybe you had said something or I saw a caption or something, but there was just this direct, like, oh, no, pause. Stop what you are doing. I got to talk to Crystal. I got to reach out to Crystal because I have been thinking about van life for probably at least two or three years. First, I was thinking about just doing like a tiny home. But then I was like, no, I don't know if that's really for me. My in, in my ideal world, it would be me partially van lifing and partially mm-hmm. having some place to come home to for a few mm-hmm. months mm-hmm. out of the year. Mm-hmm. That would be in a perfect world, my ideal. I don't know if that sounds crazy or not, but not at all. Good, good. It sounds like <laughs> you can be pretty flexible and do make it make it your own, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. There's no one size fits all when it comes to this. So whatever works for you, really. Okay, that's yep. that's perfect. So let's take it back to 2015, 2014, 2013, or as far back as we need to go. Because I'm, I'm okay. guessing this wasn't a snap decision. Well, it <laughs> might have been, but I want you to fill us in on, okay. um, like, how did this how did this start? Because there are not, to my knowledge, and I've been looking, I need receipts mm-hmm. if there are, uh-huh. I, I, I don't see a ton of us out there doing this nomad lifestyle for the most part I see a ton of like white people and others that -hmm. are either maybe maybe it's just they're being highlighted or I mean Mm -hmm. I don't know but so Mm -hmm. whenever I see someone black that looks like me that's about that life I'm like oh right my interest instantly is like right right Right. how did you get started with this um kind of like you I, I thought I wanted a tiny house for a long time and I watched everything tiny house on HGTV I had an injury so I was you know, sitting around with this injury, trying to heal and kind of watched everything on Tiny Houses HGTV and then started watching Tiny Houses on YouTube. And I guess I got to the point where I had pretty much exhausted and watched pretty much everything on YouTube and it started, it started recommending um, Van Dwelling. And when I started saying Van Dwelling, what is that? So I started looking at it. I was like, oh shoot, I think this is more my speed because the more I looked at tiny homes, it looked like people were still living a stationary life. Um, they were just finding land and plopping their home on it. And even though it was minimal and it was cute and it was movable, no one was really moving them. <laughs> right. So it was like, no, I actually want to travel the country. So I don't think tiny houses are for me. So when I found that van dwelling, it really just stuck. It was just like, oh, and I can do this in the SUV I already have. With the tiny house, I have to actually have some money and build a house. Because I saw people car camping and SUV camping and tent camping and, you know, being more nomadic and traveling. So that's why I was like, oh, I can do this. This this is no problem. I've always liked small spaces. So this, I, this is not, this is a no brainer. And getting rid of stuff has never been an issue for me. So that's kind of what sparked it for me. And so I went out literally outside into my SUV and sitting there looking like, okay, if I take the back seat out, if I do this, you know, in my head doing Tetris, it was like, oh yeah, I can make this work. <laughs> Oh, so wait, so this was what year? So what year were you kind of like, hmm, I can do this? this. This was probably, um, I didn't start until August of 2015. So this was probably early 2015, maybe somewhere between February, April ish, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Now I don't, I don't, hopefully this is not overstepping or I'm not prying, but what was home life like before you made this decision? Like, did you have a Mm -hmm. nine to five? Were you involved? Did you have kids? Like, Mm -hmm. cause I know that Mm -hmm. a lot of listeners are kind of in various stages of life. So kind of what, what was life like for you before you said, I'm, I'm doing this? Well, my son was an adult. Um, believe he was 20th time. Yes. Because Yes, he's 26 now. So yeah, he was 20 at the time. So, um, you know, he was not in the house at the time. And my second marriage was pretty much done as far as I was concerned. So I knew I was going to be making some kind of move soon anyway. So um, mm-hmm. this just seemed like the, the 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 best step for me because I was like, well, if I'm going to be moving on anyway, let's try this. If it doesn't work, then, you know, we'll go back to an apartment. You know, this is what it is. So yeah, and I was working. I had, like I said, I had the injury. Um, from my school job. I was in a public school system. So I had an injury okay. from that job. So yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's, I mean, yeah, you had a kid, you were going through a, or about to go through, or you were going through a change in your relationship or a divorce. Mm-hmm. Not to sound like that, but that's like prime opportunity. Like that's a, 
Right. That's a, I mean, I know you were going through some things. So Crystal, please hear my heart when I say that. I know you were going <laughs> through some things. I know you yeah. was. Right. That's like prime. Like I can do this now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That you, were, you were in that kind of like sweet spot, if you will. Yes, I was. Right. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Wow. Okay, so again, kind of prying here. You know, I I'm kind of that's okay. So I'm pretty open. Go for it. Okay, how did you prepare for this? Like financially, did you have a savings or so? No, (laughs) Um, no. Um, And I I will I will say this because your um, your platform is about self care. I do have some mental health, um, bipolar two disorder, anxiety, a little bit OCD. So I think that kind of helped me. And I'm a and I'm a tourist. So I kind of when I get an idea, it's like, no, nah, we're doing this. If it don't work, that's okay. <laughs> but I can say I tried. <laughs> right. So um all those things together, plus you know, going to have to make a change anyway, just kind of cemented in my head. And I knew I wasn't gonna leave my job. Um, like I said, it was the summer when I decided to do this, so work wasn't gonna be starting till um September, the um after Labor Day. So I said, you know. I'm going to just go ahead and do it. So I moved in the end of August and set the SUV up, got a small storage locker for items that were, you know, out of season type things, because with an SUV, you have just a little less space. And I said, well, I'm going to keep working my job and we'll see what happens. If I can travel on the weekends, if I can travel on the breaks of school, then that's what I'll do. And um, so I did that. I did that for the first two years of my nomad life. Um, the SUV was not in the greatest uh, mechanical condition. So um, it probably by November-ish, it was getting a little too cool in Northern Virginia, because that's where I'm from, to live in it. And I didn't have enough resources and information about, okay, how do I keep warm? How do I keep warm? Mm-hmm. So I decided to um, stay with a friend for winter, I ended up finding a minivan and that's okay. When spring comes, I'll start this again because I'm going to gather more info on how to keep warm. Um, that doesn't take a lot of power at the time. I didn't really know anything about solar. So that wasn't an option really for me. It was like, I know I can't plug something into the cigarette lighter. That's going to drain my starter battery and a car won't start. So it was like a lot of figuring it out on the fly. Um, and watching videos and getting a little more info on more detailed aspects of living the lifestyle. Because I knew the broad sense of living the lifestyle. I just needed some more detailed information. So for the first two winters in Northern Virginia, I did kind of stay with a friend during the winter from like um, early December through April 1st. Those I did not sleep in my vehicle in Northern Virginia at that time. So I knew that I wanted to be winters on the in warmer weather, like the West Coast. But mm-hmm. with working my job, I couldn't do that. So I knew eventually I would be traveling and I wouldn't have to worry so much about cold, cold temperatures. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, that's very complex. I'm just yeah. idolizing. I'm, I'm visualizing, excuse me, myself, kind of me doing this while you're talking. And mm-hmm. I'm glad that you said that because, well, I, I do live on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. I live in California. So, you know, the oh, okay. weather more or yeah. less is yeah. pretty much perfect. Right. 90% of the time. So that's right. a plus, that's a privilege. Um, but I never thought about <clears throat> it getting so drastically cold because it doesn't typically do that here where I am. Um, so that's definitely something to be mindful of at, if you're about to prepare for this adventure and this definitely. journey, because you're right, yep. like draining your battery, you're going to be screwed. You know what I mean? Yep. Exactly. Yeah. That makes complete sense. So it sounds like you've kind of gone through a few vans in the last yes. few years based on yes <laughs> so me I'm, I'm gonna keep it real with you when I was thinking about my van because again mm-hmm. you know I'm just like first of all I'm over the top with it right <laughs> I'm, over the, I'm over the top with it right so I'm, I'm at two extremes my extremes are either I'm gonna do this in my car I have a I have a Camry okay, okay. not even a um, SUV I'm gonna okay. do this in my car or uh-huh. I'm not gonna do this at all unless I can have like a sprinter van decked out hundred oh. you know that's gonna be fifty sixty thousand dollars <laughs> I don't have that kind of money right now, girl. So, <laughs> so um, those are my two extremes. Right? <laughs> so, it might be I a minute. always okay. So, so touch on that. I can't speak by that. To touch on that, I always tell everyone who is even remotely interested in this to research or to to YouTube car camping because there are plenty of people that car camp. Plenty. Mm-hmm. 
because that's like dipping your toe in the water. And because a lot of people don't even know if they even like camping, you know? So it's like, okay, you see this glorious, you know, van life and the Instagram pics and the, and you're thinking, oh, I want to do that. And you jump in head first and you're like, oh, this ain't for me. (laughs) So a lot of people don't even realize if, you know, do I even like camping? Do I like outdoors that much? (laughs) Like, do I really want to do this? So don't go spending a you know a, you know all your money on getting a van that you may or may not be in in six months <laughs> because it really wasn't for you. Right. And my thing about that is, even in my little eight hundred dollar minivan that I lived in for almost three years, I was parked next to those fifty sixty thousand dollars printers. We had the same view. It didn't even matter. It didn't even yeah. matter. They just had a car payment every month, and I didn't. I mean, mm. it didn't really matter. We had, we were right next to each other. I've been next to hundred thousand dollar RVs. Doesn't matter. We're both looking at the same thing. We're both parked in the same spot. We both got here. So it really doesn't matter. Mm. Yeah. I love that. And I love the fact that this can be for anybody. There's like anybody. There are, there are barriers, I guess, to this, depending on the type of however I guess you want to do it, the type of van, if you want to go big or go whatever. Right. I mean, I'm sure there's different levels to it, but it sounds right. like at its core, there's not that many barriers, but the ones that you personally exactly. have or place on the, you know, on the situation. So yep. in other words, I can just go ahead and get in my, so you're, so what I'm hearing you say, Crystal, <laughs> <laughs> what you have said to me as I've taken in your knowledge, I heard you say this directly <laughs> to me that I can now officially go and live in my Camry and um but yeah seriously I'm, I'm joking you have my permission to be a weekend warrior in your Camry and that's that's what we call a weekend warrior some gonna... people that just want to get away for the weekend and yes. yes you have you have my permission yeah <laughs> and, and and I love that because real talk I I even told my mom like and I told my daughter too but she's like uh whatever but I told my mom like there's gonna be a weekend where I'm gonna tell you don't come looking for me because <laughs> Don't and don't come calling me. Don't come right. looking for me. Right. I need some peace and <laughs> some peace and quiet. Yep. And I just want to hit the road, maybe like a Friday through Sunday situation yep. where yep. I'm able to come back. But I'm spending yep. that two or three days. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Of course, there's a fire truck. Um, but I'm spending that weekend or that time really just doing it and going for it. Yeah. And just seeing, I might come back on Sunday and be like, you know what? I am never doing that again in my right. life <laughs> or I'll come back and be like you know what yo I mean it wasn't as easy as I thought necessarily but I'm down to, to keep yeah. doing this at least on the weekends and see where it goes from exactly. there you know well I had a meetup back in um oh gosh when was that I want to say it was last September maybe and uh, I had someone rent a minivan she just rented a minivan for the weekend mm-hmm. You know, it's something as simple as that. Let me figure out if I can do this, you know, lay all those seats down in the rental and get you a camping mattress or air $7, $10 Walmart twin air mattress, figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's not, like you said, the only limitations are the ones you impose on yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. If you're going to go full time, you know how you live, you know what you absolutely need, you know, um, you know, how much space you need to sleep, you know, how much space you need for food and incidentals and clothing and that kind of stuff. You know, there's Planet Fitness on every corner. You can practically throw a rock and hit a Planet Fitness. So most of us have a Planet Fitness membership mm-hmm. because they're the most affordable gym, gym membership. So, because that's one of people's biggest, how do you take a shower? You must, y'all must stink. We do not stink. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us hold down actual jobs, you know, real jobs, you know, going to work every day into a business. Um, I was lucky working in the middle school, you know, there was locker rooms there. So most times I took a shower at work. I just got in early, took my shower and started my day. But yeah, it's very easy to change small little things that the way you do to make them adapt to this lifestyle. It's, it's pretty easy. Yeah. 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 That's, that's so dope. So speaking of showering and everything, I know you get this question a million times. You already know what's coming. I know. Where are we pooping, Crystal? Where where are we pooping? Like, and then sometimes, and I'm thinking Listen. about myself, like if I go, like and get a burrito at like ten o'clock at night, <laughs> and I might get the the BGs, the bubble guts, like that might happen because I put a little too much sour cream or cheese on my burrito. You know, I'm just keeping it real. What 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 is a sister gonna do? 
That is too hilarious. There are, <laughs> there are several ways that you can do it. It just depends on how comfortable you are with your own body. <laughs> and then, of course, the smaller your space is, that's going to limit you to your options. Um, right. Something as, as simple as a five-gallon bucket with a what we call a luggable loo top mm-hmm. and a plastic bag. Toilet. Instant toilet. Put a little kitty litter in there. Do what you got to do. Put mm-hmm. a little kitty litter on top tie it up, throw it away, just like you would the cat litter box. You know, cats pee and poop in a litter box, you throw it away. Babies poop and pee in diapers, you throw it away. Dogs poop, we pick it up in plastic bags, we throw it away. Mm-hmm. Um, same, same, pretty much same situation. Um, I happen to be lucky the vehicle I'm in now is officially an RV. I'm still using the bag method in my toilet. I refuse to do a black tank. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to dump a black tank. I'm not going to be forced to have to look for dumps. You know, where mm-hmm. okay, I got to go dump. I got to go dump. And I don't want to carry around the extra weight of the liquids and all that. So yeah, I right. still do the bag method. I stick the bag on my toilet, kitty litter, do what I got to do, you know, tie right. it up, throw it away. Yeah. And I do use the um, eco bags, bags that biodegrade a little quicker than regular plastic grocery bags. So I do use the eco bags. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See, this is why my, see, I, in my mind, I have I already have my Sprinter. I even went onto Mercedes website mm-hmm. <laughs> and built out my van. Well, you know, a lot of people end up spending um, $900 to $1,000 on those what they call compost toilets, but they really aren't composting because when that back part with the solid gets full, they have to take that out, dump it in a bag and then throw it away. So they're not dealing with their poop, you know, on a daily basis, but they're Mm -hmm. still tossing it. It's just keeping it dry. Mm -hmm. So separating liquids and solids keeps the smell down. And I do a hundred percent agree about that. Um, but I have had a five gallon bucket that cost me five bucks at Home Depot with the Lugaboo top. That's 10 bucks. So for 15 bucks, and I figured out a way to divert with a container and a funnel in the front to catch the, you know, liquids and mm-hmm. a bag and kitty litter in the back to catch the solid. So I've done a diverting system like that for 15 bucks. I'm not paying $900 for a toilet. I'm not doing that. <laughs> that just makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. I could do so much traveling with 900 bucks. I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, like, what what typically are like your expenses to do this, and then on, and then the next question is gonna be, and how are you bringing in income to you know help with that? So, like, what's your typical expenses look like? I don't have a monthly breakdown mm-hmm. um, because I do as much traveling as I can afford to do for the month. Uh, you right now, my sole um, income is YouTube. I do have a way to earn some additional extra income in an adult job. <laughs> I don't know if, but I, if I can divulge that on your That's podcast. That's okay. so the world is yours. Listen. No, okay. I was like, I don't know. Is it? I'm not going to get to details. I'm not going to get to details. But um, yeah, I do, I do do some occasional dibbling and dabbling in phone sex work. Not cam work, just straight phone sex. <laughs> so that, that, that offers me a little extra money when I need it. If I need to go back to that, I do that. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, the company I use, you know, pays every Friday. So it's, it works out for me if I need extra income, but mostly it's my Utah, YouTube, my Patreon, um, and, uh, channel memberships through YouTube. They kind of keep me funded to take little trips to keep the channel content going, to keep the channel going. So, um, right now, um, I'm stationary. Okay. I've been kind of stationary since May of 2019 because of, of, some family issues at first. I had to sell a vehicle I was in, then COVID hit, you know, so it's like a lot of little things have been kept keeping me on the East coast and stationary and not traveling. And um, I had an I had an accident and one of my vans got totaled. The last van I had got totaled in October, 2020, um, a month before I was supposed to leave <laughs> and, oh. and go back to the West coast. Yeah. I was supposed to go back to the West coast, November 1st of 2020. And the accident was October 11th. So, and that van got totaled. And it was still drivable because I was rear-ended, but I was injured. So now I have this issue with my back. Mm. And um, so I'm not going to be able to probably do any like real big physical jobs if I do go back to getting a job. But I have been able to get little part-time jobs here and there as I travel as well. Um, I'll find things on Craigslist, like in the gigs, you know, little weekend jobs or stuff like that to kind of be extra money. And um, 
so I was fortunate that my nomad mom, um, an older woman who's a nomad who adopted me back in 2017 when I hit the road full time, mm. she was upgrading to <laughs> another rig, um, a class A, um, you know, RV. And she had a class B camper van and offered it to me for free. So from 2015, I think you said mm-hmm. August of 2015 to now, mm-hmm. so almost exactly six years that mm-hmm. you've been doing this. What's it been like as far as like just since you are a solo traveler mm-hmm. and clearly you're black? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> we look we look we look similar. We black. So mm-hmm. like, what has life like? Give me give me the real like real talk. What has life been like as far as like? I don't know, do you, like when you, cause I think you had mentioned at one time you had linked up for your birthday with another black like community or something. Did you say that? No, I just had a camping event um, the past weekend. I turned 50. So I just had a camping event um, at a black campground nearby here. Black campground. And yeah, I had a black, uh, yeah, there's a few black owned RV parks and campgrounds um, around. I'm, I'm a part of a Facebook group. Um, okay. African Americans that African Americans that RV and camp on Facebook. Okay. Um, and they have an African American singles that RV and camp also. Okay. But um, yeah. So that's how I found the list of Black-owned campgrounds. Most of them, I think, are on the East Coast. I think. Um, there are a there is I think one or one in Arizona, maybe one in California. I think I'm not sure. But um, so yeah, I have gone. I have had a, a meetup at this campground before because it's really close to where I am and so I had a few subscribers come out and a few friends it was a small group but the the gas shortage hit right before so I think a lot of people were like oh yeah I'm not doing that mm-hmm. but um so it ended up being about I think 10 of us maybe so it was nice intimate um setting and we just hung we just had a blast we just had a blast and and, and we were from an SUV all the way up to the transits the Ford transits um and then my camper van. So yeah, we had a myriad of different vehicles. Okay. And I was going to say, for those that do not have the luck of watching this live and you're listening mm-hmm. to the podcast, Crystal is 50 years old. And <laughs> even Sharice was shaking her head like, that don't even make no sense. That don't make no sense. Like 50 where? I, I promise you, Crystal, if, if someone paid me to guess your age... I would probably say maybe like, maybe like 35, possibly 40, maybe, maybe. I I don't know. Thank you. I'm serious. Skin is flawless, girl. You're just shining like a little superstar. (laughs) The lights, the little light ring lights help. It's okay, baby, because you're looking good. So like, how are you? I have my five zero balloons. I I put them on the wall. Yeah. The five zero stuck up on the wall. That is so. My girlfriend dope. was like, "No, you're not gonna stick that on wall." I was like, "Yes, I am." <laughs> like I got the receipts right here. But you look amazing. You look vibrant. You. you look like man <laughs> life. Whatever it is you're doing is treating you well. So how it. are you eating and taking care of yourself? Like what what does that look like on the road? So I eat more healthy on the road than I do in no stationery. I don't know why that is. I think it's because I eat a lot more um, fresh. Uh, I like eating salads. Uh, I would not consider myself a, vig- a vegan, but I am probably about 90% plant-based. Uh, I do still like an occasional piece of chicken. Um, the friend who uh, I travel with and have been traveling with the last couple of years who has her own rig, she has a um, Class C RV now. Uh, she's Jamaican and she likes to cook, so she makes you jerk chicken. <laughs> I gotta have a piece. <laughs> so we've been, um, ever since November, since my accident and me taking my time getting my rig, um, ready for the road we found a temporary rental to live in for the winter and a lot of cooking has been happening <laughs> so, a lot of cooking a lot of eating right that, right that part <laughs> on the road I'm a huge salad junkie I will just throw everything in the salad and eat a bill salad um I love fresh fruits and vegetables mostly raw I don't do a lot of cooking because I particularly don't like cooking um, I don't like the time it takes. I don't like mm. all that energy it takes. It's like, mm-hmm. uh-uh, let me just make this big salad, chop some stuff up, done with it. But um, yeah, so I eat quite healthily. I make sure I take um, certain supplements. Um, right now I'm doing my sea moss, mm-hmm. my turmeric. I do have a joint condition. So I take my turmeric um, and things like that to keep you know everything lubricated and moving. Mm-hmm. But um, I also like to 
work out. I'm not doing as much as I used to because with COVID, you know, I kind of just canceled my membership to the gym. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. But I try and keep moving. I'm trying to slowly get back into some more exercising. At one point I was going to the gym five days a week working out, but I haven't been able to maintain that with COVID. Um, Trying to get back into yoga because I think that's going to help the back issue that I'm having and and the, you know, joint condition that I've been been had. So, yeah. But yeah, I keep, I keep moving. I think good genes and um, lots of water (laughs) trying to, and, 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 um, deleting as many stressful things as possible in life and that includes right. people even if they are blood relatives let it go <laughs> no that's right so yeah. yeah yeah so you're not eating burritos at 11 o'clock at night crystal like, no, no, that's no. What I would be doing. I'm just no 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 okay. no 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 i'm not doing that <laughs> not hitting the drive through and like getting french fries and no 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 <laughs> No, okay. I'm not doing that. Oh, okay. <laughs> doing I try. It's hard, but I try not to eat after 7 p.m. Ooh, um, but it's hard. Okay. It's, it, it can be difficult because I do get the munchies mm-hmm. <laughs> and chocolate is my weakness. So mm-hmm. um, I would try and get like a, a granola bar with a little drizzle of chocolate on it or something like that instead. But, you know, sometimes, you know, I listen, I'm not going to deny myself a craving. You know, if I want DQ blizzard, <laughs> I'm going to get a DQ blizzard. You know, I'll just get a small instead of a large, you know, it's like, right. because when you start denying yourself, then that's when you start running into problems. So I feel yeah. like for me. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So how are you, I know that right now you aren't necessarily in, in your van on the road. Oh, and I see, I have a question. I'll get to that in just a second. How are you staying like connected? Are you an introvert or an extrovert? I was going to ask you that before. So I used to think for me. For many years, I thought I was an introvert. Um, and then I didn't find out till maybe four-ish years ago that there's a such thing as an ambivert. And I'm like, oh, that's a thing? And when I found out more about it, I was like, yeah, that's definitely me. So I definitely need to recharge um, solitary by myself. But in social settings, I am all out there. Um, but I get to my limit and it's like, all right, y'all peace. <laughs> I'm going to be in my van. You know, we hang out at the campfire. Sometimes they're out there till, you know, midnight, one, two in the morning. And I can hear them and I love hearing all the laughter and the fun, but there comes a time where, okay, eh, I'm going to go lay down in the van and I might not necessarily be asleep, but I just need that. Whew, we've been together all day and I just need to woosah, you know, I need to get my battery charged up because I know tomorrow's going to be more activity, more fun. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of an ambivert, ambivert and I'm in that middle ground. Okay. So it doesn't sound like it's very like road life or I, this is probably another, you can make it however you want to kind of mm-hmm. feel. You can either be as isolating or as full of yes, yes. as ex- everybody and yes. as <clears throat> you know, where you go and who you link yep. up with or not link up with or right. You can be completely by yourself and not see another soul for weeks or months if you so choose or you can make a community which is what I've done I've just made a community over the last five years of doing this Mm -hmm. and um I have west coast family and friends that are just like when are you coming back out here and you know um since I've been on the east coast I've been able to bond more with the east coast family and friends so it's it's definitely having the channel helps Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of people are like, when are you going to do a meetup? When are you going to do a meetup? want to meet you. want to meet you. Mm-hmm. So that kind of helps me step outside and, okay, let's just do a meetup and uh, open up that um, nomad family. It just helps me open it up a little more. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Because like right now I have one, two, three, we have, four, I have four nomads who didn't leave the weekend festivities. They've been here all week. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. So are you on a campsite, campsite you know, right now? I'm at my, I'm at my rental, but we have a there's lots of land. So yeah, yeah we've got the, uh, the other four, pe- we got four people that didn't really weren't in a rush to go anywhere. And that's the beauty yeah. of nomad life. You know, there's no schedule. Um, you, you know, you go when you go, I said, look, y'all can stay, y'all can go, y'all can do what you want. If you want to hang out a little extra. So we've had weekend birthday festivities have spilled into the week. <laughs> Today we went on a hike. We drove an hour and a half out to hanging rock state park. And, um, I think it was Danbury, North Carolina. And we did a hike and then we came back. So we've been going, 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 going. That is so, so cool. Okay, the question. Oh, good question. Have you thought about growing your own fruits and veggies? That would be difficult in a vehicle. Mm -hmm. Um, I do know there have been nomads, um, which is something I'm looking into doing in the next maybe three to five years. There have been nomads who have bought land. 
um, as a home base because I didn't own a home when I started this. I don't have a home base. So <clears throat> we're looking to maybe a group of my closest nomad family and friends. We're looking to maybe get a big old huge, you know, 20, 30 acres and then split it up. Mm-hmm. So that might be something to do at that time. Now, I don't have a green thumb. <laughs> I mean, I killed a cactus. I killed a cactus once, so I don't know how this is gonna look. Ooh. But I'll try it. I'll try it. <laughs> yeah, I don't have much of a green thumb either. But I'm definitely this year and next year. Definitely, I'm I'm looking to explore this whole living in a townhome or apartment dweller situation. But growing a, a patio garden mm-hmm. that is my next like project that I'm kind of in between right now. So yeah, that was a great nice. question. Okay, so what do Gail Anderson, Oprah Winfrey, and Big Boy have in common? These are three people in media who back in the day showed me that my dreams were possible. These visionaries paved the way for me to take a huge chance on myself by sharing my voice in the podcasting space. Black representation in media didn't happen by chance. We had to fight for the right to be heard, to be seen, to share our stories, and to take up space. Imagine if you could have some of the power, richness, and depth of the Black experience in one curated space. You can. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment, as well as perspective of the culture in real time. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. Conversations ranging from Abbott Elementary to mental health to Tracy Ellis Ross, there is no limit to the range you will find on Black Stories, Black Truths. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. It's okay to be skeptical and to question things that don't quite sound true. Like the time that I was dating someone that was trying to earn cool points, so told me he liked every single TV show that I did, but then couldn't tell me any of the names of the characters on these shows he claimed to love. Like, seriously? If something seems too good to be true, do some digging before you invest your time, energy, or money. This is why when it comes to my health, I use Ritual because they know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds our high standards. Their clinically backed essential for women 18 plus multivitamin has high quality traceable key ingredients in clean, bioavailable forms. These multivitamins are gentle on my stomach and are so easy for me to take. It's crucial that I trust what I'm putting into my body, so I love that Rituals Essential for Women is USP verified, which is a huge deal. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com forward slash self-care. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com forward slash self-care for 25% off. Um, let's see here. Um, I don't know if I've asked you this, but what has been the toughest part of this overall? What what would you say has been like the toughest part? Just because I'm not retired or on disability, not having a steady income, that would probably be the toughest part. And every vehicle I've had has been older because I just can't afford something new. So, um, it's like, okay, I know I'm going to have a breakdown. You know, it's, it's, it's not an issue of, you know, maybe I have an older vehicle, you know, you have to be prepared. So I just try and keep a little emergency fund ready because I know it's going to something's going to happen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's definitely you know, you don't want it to happen. But, it, yeah. you know, having older vehicles, you just know something's going to happen. Yeah. But if you maintain your vehicles, yeah, usually you um don't run into huge things like engines and transmissions. But, you know, there's going to be some sort of breakdown. Yeah. So do you know how to change a tire? I already know you must. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I've even put, I've even learned to, um, the last, uh, not this vehicle, but the last two vehicles, I've even changed parts on them. I've learned a lot about them. You know, you find a YouTube video on how to fix X, Y, Z, you know, you get the part, you put it on, you know, Oh, that's not as hard as I thought it was. So if it's something that I'm able to reach, you know, and not have to, you know, you know, you got to get on a rack at the mechanic. You, there are certain things I can't do, but if it's something that I can get under the hood and reach my hands in and change, I'm going to change it. So, yeah. Mm. Okay, change it. Change it. Um, what have what's like been the biggest, I guess, lesson or how has this lifestyle, how has it changed you for the good? I think it's shown me my true self. Um trying to say this without saying too much. I grew up a child of abuse. 
Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think when you're dealing with traumas like that, you don't know who you truly are because it's basically you're in survival mode. So when you're in survival mode, you don't, you do not know. And so I think I didn't really start learning about who I was until much later in life. And so I'm realizing, oh, this is truly who I am. I really have had this kind of spirit this whole time. It's just that it was squashed. It was broken. It was, you know, put on the back burner. This other, you know, entity took over to survive childhood. So um, I, I find, wow, this, I can do anything. I would try almost anything once. Hey, if it don't work, it doesn't matter. Just go back to what you were doing before, but at least you could say you tried it and you never know. It just might work and you might learn something or at least have a story to tell somebody because you never know when your story is going to help someone. So, yeah. Mm, I love that so much. And I have a similar or the same trauma, traumatic things that happened during childhood through a certain mm-hmm. age and right. just a rough, tough kind of yeah. existence up until maybe early 20s or so, but I've said this before, so I'm kind of mirroring you in that um, if you would have asked me maybe like 10 years ago or even maybe five years ago, like I'm definitely not the same person that I was five years ago or 10 years ago. And, but I I didn't really know who is Brie? What is Brie? Like, what is Brie all about? Because I was trying to emulate and be other versions of myself that were like more acceptable or more mm-hmm. pleasing or that would fit in and be liked and loved so that I didn't right. have to deal with you know right. rejection and and yes coming from a traumatic childhood it's it's hard to it really, really know and identify as an adult like and stand in that truth this is me this is who I am I'm comfortable mm-hmm. I love myself mm-hmm. I may not get it perfectly all the time but that's okay and I still struggle with that um mm-hmm. perfectionism is still like a very big thing for me that I'm working through every day consistently. Um, But I love that you have been just so raw and real and honest and saying like, hey, look, I'm 50 and Mm -hmm. I'm still figuring it out. Definitely. And living my best life the way that I, you know, doing things now for me that are building me up and making me happy and owning that. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Hey, Sistrin, summertime is here, and respectfully, summertime is about to get the beautiful body I'm going to give it. Um, This means I want my situation moisturized and glowing from head to toe. Taking care of my skin and smelling great while also being intentional about what is in the products I'm using is a huge part of my self-care routine. And I know it is for you too. This is why I love, love, love the Sugar Shack. The Sugar Shack offers exactly what my skin needs, but they do it with high quality ingredients that I can actually pronounce like cocoa butter, shea butter, coconut oil, pure cane sugar, and arrowwood root. And I feel good about that. So go to SugarShackCollection.com today and take a look at their bath, body, and spa essentials. And don't miss their Juneteenth Power Soap. You are going to love that. It looks amazing. Again, that's SugarShackCollection.com. S-U-G-A-R-S-H-A-K Collection.com. Now back to the show. Um, I contribute a lot of my, not to cut you off, I contribute a lot of my growth to the lifestyle because you have to let go of so much. Mm -hmm. Um, And you spend, I spent, I spent a lot of time, especially in the very beginning by myself. And so I think I did a lot of soul searching and a lot of shadow work and a lot of, and I spent, you know, before van life, I did have therapy. I had a lot of, uh, I spent some years in therapy, um, even on some medication for a little while. And, you know, I did started this lifestyle with my therapist blessing, still seeing him that two years that I was working and living in Northern Virginia. And he knew my plan was to eventually quit the job and hit the road full time. So he walked me through that process as far as therapeutic and um, made sure I left with a few months worth of medication just in case I needed to go back on it. And we weaned myself off of it while I was still in therapy. So we could see if there was going to be any issues, but I feel like this has been the best mental health care for me is doing this lifestyle because it's the, it, I've been free to be me no matter what, you know, no apologies. No, you know, look, this is who I am. You either rock with it or you don't. And that's okay. 
I love that. We stand. We stand. Yep. We stand a queen that's just owning her, just owning it and in her com- just being confident and saying, this is it. This is what I want to do. Because a lot of us, and that's why I was saying before, again, I know obviously you were going through a lot at that time, but that was like mm-hmm. that perfect window that perfect it was. Opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I think we only have those moments maybe once or twice in our life. Mm-hmm. Not not to say that you can't do it anytime because mm-hmm. of course you can. That's what life, that's the beautiful thing about life. You can make it what you want, but mm-hmm. sometimes we don't have that perfect, mm-hmm. you know, air quote, window of opportunity where it just, you know what, this makes sense right now. Let me do it. Right. And I know, or I'm assuming you might've had like some, some fear there because, or, or maybe not. Every, everybody asks me that. And I yeah. think, um, I don't have, I don't have that. Uh, I don't know if that's maybe some of the bipolar too, okay. <laughs> because I just did not have that, um, fear. I didn't have a, a click moment where it was like, oh, this is going to be scary. No, it was more of a like, how can I make this work? Okay. All right. That didn't work. Let's fix that. Let's try something else. I just, I, I guess there was, there's always the, the, the sense of adventure outweighed the fear. I think it was. Mm-hmm. And I think I just, I, bypass the fear you know or got pushed to the side because the adventure of it all and the newness of it all and the whole transition that was happening kind of was overwhelming more so than the fear so and because I wasn't going to leave Northern Virginia or my job I think I had a little bit less fear than someone who's going to move into a vehicle and then start traveling like that next day I didn't hit the road across the country until two years later so I had you know I had a little bit of I was in my own home area. You know, I knew where I could park, you know, so it was real comfortable to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I, that kind of made it a little easier for me. You know what I was going to ask you? What was that like once you hit the road and you're in your, mm-hmm. your, van, your, your SUV or your RV? That, like I was that, in the van, at the minivan at the time when I hit the road in 2017. You hit the road. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in your minivan what was that first night like? And when you woke up in the morning, how did you feel? Were you just like, man, I'm a thug. I did it. Like, how did you feel? I would just say, I am such a pimp right now. Like, that's how I would feel that next morning. Like, how did you Listen, feel? It, it was, it was, it was very close to that. <laughs> it was very close to that. But, you know, there was this one moment where I was like, wait, where am I? <laughs> what state am I in? Because I wasn't in Virginia anymore. And I was like, okay, well, how far did I drive last night? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I kind of had to, you know, open the window. Oh, okay, I'm at the truck stop. Okay, I'm good. So, um, yeah, it, it was. It was because I had never, like, driven, you know, across the country. Like, the most I had done is maybe Florida. and But that was with, you know, family. That wasn't by myself. I had never, like, driven, you know, wherever. So my first, my first solo trip, um, in official traveling van life because I started in 2015 but did two years in you know while working in Northern Virginia my first solo trip was all the way up to Maine because I had tried a trip with some friends to Maine to get lobster and it, we never made it and I was so upset so I was like I'm going to get my lobster <laughs> so it was it was September end of October I think it was either end of October or very first couple of days of September and I was like I'm going to Maine to get my lobster okay before I go across this country I'm finna get my lobster so that's what I did I went all the way up to Maine by myself meeting you know some subscribers along the way but yeah just went on up there trekked on up there by myself and wow. got my lobster <laughs> I bet that was the best lobster you ever had I'm in your telling life. you and the lady was like you know what's up I was like I want the big one <laughs> Okay, give me the, what's the biggest one you got right now? <laughs> and I sat and I ate that lobster with my feet just dangling and a happy, you know, I was just like, yes, this is the best lobster ever. Yes, it was the best lobster ever because it was an accomplishment. And just to see the different sites, because I had never really been to any of the, you know, northern states like that. So to stop and go to the cliff walks in Rhode Island to go to Salem, Massachusetts, you know, that kind of thing. I was like, this is so cool. So yeah, I just... Yeah, it was, it was really fun. It was a really, really fun experience. Wow. So have you been to all 50 states and have you been outside of the country? I have not been outside of the country yet. I don't have my passport. That is one thing I'm going to be working on between um, the end of this year, beginning of next year is getting that done. But I think I have, I think, 11 or 12 states before I'm done with the lower 48. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those are mostly like the northern and the Midwest. I never seem to be like crossing at the right time of year to get it where it's warm. <laughs> it's usually, <clears throat> excuse me, too early to be spring um, and the, or, you know, 
uh, in fall, you know, it's cold and I don't do cold weather anymore. I try, I try not to do cold weather. So it's like, Oh, I can't do it. So yeah, I'm hoping to get some of those done. Um, maybe this summer we'll see how things, if travel plans start working themselves out. What are some of the basics? I should have asked this before, but I forgot. Like what are, like if you had a list of maybe top five basics that are necessities for someone that was like, okay, I'm going to take my first weekend trip, for example, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like what are maybe five top things that you, that would have benefited you or have benefited you, you know, to take okay. that first trip? Um, a good place to sleep. Uh, my very, very first video on YouTube um, was my first night and the worst sleep of my life and I could not function. I was just like, okay, this, this is not going to work. And I feel like if you don't have a good bed, you probably won't enjoy the lifestyle because if you don't get good sleep, you can't do anything. You know, your body aches, your, you know, your brain's not functioning, you know, so definitely you want a good, comfortable place to sleep. Um, and it really, de- it, all the other things really depend on what's important to you because somebody else's needs and wants and priorities are going to be very, very different. I can live extremely minimalist. I don't really need anything. I got water. I got food. I got a bed. I'm good. That's, I mean, legit. That's really all I absolutely have to have. But um, if you're just going to do a weekend trip, I would say um, don't overdo it in the clothing. I know some of us (laughs) women tend to (laughs) overpack. Not necessary. A couple pair of jeans and a few tops. That's all you need for the weekend. Um, Figure out if you're going to, if you're not going to have like a 12 volt fridge or something, you're going to do the cooler thing. I would say to put everything in some sort of, containers a lot of people do ziploc bags they tend to get water inside so do some kind of tupperware containers preferably saving screw top type containers if you you know when you empty out something like um the spaghetti sauce jars and stuff like wash those out save them something with a screw top works better because water won't get in them when you're putting stuff in your cooler that kind of thing um what else depending on where you're going to camp if you're going to camp somewhere like a national or a park or state park or something or the desert you might want you know a sunblock you might want bug repellent you know that kind of thing you want to make sure that you're prepared for that and um what else plenty of water because you're going to want washing up and just get you a little <clears throat> one burner <clears throat> excuse me coleman propane stove you can um get a little pot Everything we make is in one pot if we're going to cook and you just eat right out of the pot. Less dishes to clean is just you. No big deal. Spray bottle with vinegar in it because vinegar cleans everything. Mm-hmm. You have to wash your dishes as soon as you're done. That is one thing I will say, unless you plan on eating out of, you know, eating paper plates. I try and be as eco-friendly as possible. So I do wash dishes. I prefer to just wash dishes. But I do clean up right away because then food doesn't get stuck on. You know, you take paper towel and clean out what you can with the paper towel. Spray that vinegar in there. Maybe a drop of Dawn dish soap. Spray more vinegar in there and wipe it out again. So, yeah. Yeah, try not to use, I try not to use too much water for dishwashing because not that I'm ever so off the grid that I can't get more water. It's just sometimes a hassle to go into town just for water. You know, if you're going to do a run anyway for other stuff, then yeah, you pick up water. But just to go because you ran out of water because you weren't mindful, you know, that's different, you know, so. Yeah, something like that would kind of suck. Like, oh, I need water. <clears throat> yeah, I just got to go for water. Oh, this is a waste of a run. Yeah, waste of gas. Yeah. Waste of time. <clears throat> Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes But sense. I will say, with the community, we always, if anyone's going, they always say, does anybody need anything? You know, anyone who's already going to the store, we always ask, does anybody need anything? And then we'll just usually, oh, here's, write down what you want, give them the cash. You know, they pick it up while they're already there. We usually make sure we look out for each other. I love that. Are there, have you pretty much jived with the other personalities? You know what I mean? Uh, Not always. (laughs) Um, It's just like any other um, lifestyle. I mean, think of it as, um, now obviously you don't have to be in community or relation with these people because it's who you choose to have around you. But when you're first meeting, you don't know if you're going to get along kind of like with a coworker or anything else, any other kind of situation or meeting a friend of a friend's, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and if, and if you don't job, you just don't job. It is what it is. But for the most part, I think most of us, because we're living this free kind of a lifestyle and we kind of have somewhat of a like-mindedness in that aspect, we tend to, to get along. So I was going to ask you, as we kind of wrap up, I'm looking at the time. This hour has gone by so quick. I know. I didn't even have a clock on or anything. I mean, I didn't look at any time, so I don't know. Yeah, I didn't yeah, realize. We are 55 minutes in. I can't even Wow. Wait. I know. 
crazy. I was going to ask you about the movie. I can't think of the name of it for the life so of me. So it's called right? Nomadland. Yeah, <clears throat> thank you. I just watched that a couple of months ago. How accurate is yeah. that? Um, I think it is based on one particular nomad's experience because it was a book. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, I don't want to say too much. I personally refuse to watch it mm-hmm. because I know the story mm-hmm. and I know it is a pretty sad story. And I feel like we already have a stigma being nomads Mm -hmm. that it just kind of perpetuates that stigma. So I wasn't fond of that Um, because a lot of people already feel like there's something wrong with us living this lifestyle or, or, or there's either some kind of deficit mentally, physically, we're forced into this. Um, You know, we had some kind of tragedy happen in our lives. And a lot of times that's not the case. I mean, that wasn't the case for me. I could have easily just gotten another apartment and left my husband and did what I did. But I knew I was looking for something else and that wasn't it. Um, so yeah, I didn't, it, 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 I guess it's a good story for the story that it is. Mm-hmm. But I feel like for it to be such a huge platform, I really wish they would have told a more all-encompassing, true-to-life story of the of the nomad life you know because that was a really sad story mm-hmm. and you know it is what it is I had a, a lot of people uh, reached out to me and was like man that thing was so depressing I'm like yeah but that's not necessarily all that there is to this lifestyle well yes you do have people that are very much true to that story there's a whole host of us where this was a freeing thing for us you know we aren't depressed a lot of us got out of depression because of this lifestyle so it's mm-hmm. like, ah, you know, so it kind of drives me nuts that they chose to tell that particular story. But hey, I'm not in Hollywood, so it is what it is. Although the big guru of van life, Bob Wells, was in the movie. So um, that's he was a cool. real person. He's a real person. He's a real nomad. And he is the guru of van life. Um, he is blowing up everywhere. And he has a myriad of videos and knowledge to share with the world so yes so that's a real yearly event or that yes i have been to it twice uh, rtr is a real event rtr rubber tramp okay. rendezvous it is a year of uh, a true yearly thing although it did go digital with covid so it has been digital mm-hmm. um but the videos are on his youtube channel so if anybody wants to go there um just put in bob wells on youtube and it'll pop up um but yes i have gone to rubber tramp rendezvous mostly for the community not so much for the seminars and the teachings because I feel like I already I know what to do as far as how I want to live this lifestyle but the sense of community that you get and just having that oh I am not crazy I'm not the only one because you know I don't know how many people's families have ostracized them and thought and and still to this are are really trying to get them to give up this lifestyle because they think Mm -hmm. that they have lost their mind and um that you're homeless and there's no way you could possibly be thriving this way you know so uh, I know people who um, have their children on the road full time whose family members are threatened to call CPS on them, you know, child protective services, because you're living, you're homeless with your, no, 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 we can't have our grandbaby, uh, niece, nephew, whatever out there. Yeah. So it's, it's, about that side. yeah, people just, <laughs> you know, yeah. they don't understand the, the full aspect of it. They just look at what they see, a picture or what have you. Right. Just automatically assume homelessness a lot of times. And I always say yeah. I'm houseless, not homeless. I have a home. My van is my home, but I'm houseless. I don't have a house. Right. So, you know, yeah. I never even thought about that, Crystal, because I'm looking at it from, I'm looking at it from the sense that this is, a, but I guess everybody has their own perspective, but I never even that, thought exactly. about that. I was yeah. just like, oh, adventure, renewal, freedom, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. learning more about myself, trying something new. You know, I never thought about that stigma or how you you know yeah I didn't think Mm -hmm. about that yeah that makes sense you're absolutely right so last question Mm -hmm. you've done this now for six years is is can you officially say that this is what you're going to be doing like forever in some capacity or do you think that you know this is you know you're flexible so it could change you know you may Mm -hmm. not you know like what are your thoughts is this can you see yourself doing this again or more 10 years from now 20 years from now Definitely. Um, I always say I will do this as long as um, it is feasible for me financially and physically. Um, I do have this joint condition. So I, and there's another reason why I didn't hold off and wait till retirement because I might not be able to drive at that age. 
you know, I might physically not have the ability to sit for hours and drive. So I say, yes, um, again, I do plan on getting some sort of land for home base. And I have always wanted a, um, a roundhouse. So I would love to get a grain silo and put it on my land and make a house out of it um, with a shipping container. I've always, I've always liked alternative dwellings. I, I've never really been into a plain old regular house. So um, this is why I OD'd on um, HGTV, all those shows that show people living in different things. That was like, like my, home. that was like my drug. Yeah. Yes. That was like my drug, Thank just OD'ing on all of those things because that's all, it always spoke to me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would love to have like a grain silo with a shipping container attached to it type house. And um, just to have that home base to yo-yo back to. And if at some point I have to put my keys away and not drive, I will have some spot that speaks to my soul. And also a place for um, nomad friends to come and hang out and park their vehicles and hang out. So, yeah. I love that, Crystal. I will. De- I'm inviting myself, just so you know. Yes, indeed. I, I, you know, we're <laughs> I was just going to say, when you mentioned you were on the West Coast, I was like, oh, well, we'll have to visit when I get back out there. Yes. You'll have to come weekend I, camp with us. <laughs> I, oh, that would be so dope. And I wished mm-hmm. I could say that I knew of a dope lobster place around up the street, but I <laughs> I know, I know those the it's lobster all right. people, but <laughs> I, I think that we're family now. So when you have your land and you do these, I can see you totally doing like different like events and can just build mm-hmm. community building and exactly. I want to do alternative forever or for a season. All right, she's universal here. It is being spoke. Okay, see, I'm, I'm, just saying, <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying because I have another girlfriend who's exactly the same. She's raising her daughter as a single mom. Mm-hmm. And she's also considering some type of either buying her, well, she definitely wants to buy her own land and build mm-hmm, on her mm-hmm, land mm-hmm. and have a community and grow in gardens and, and just nice. that whole lifestyle. So um, I'm excited. I, 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 I'm looking forward to the updates that you provide so that I can say, okay, let me go ahead and plan my visit. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, yep. In Arizona or wherever it's going to be. And I, I, that's going to be amazing. So I'm definitely looking forward to more of your adventures. So um, thank you. As we wrap up, like how can we be in connection and community with you and how can we find you online? So the best way to find me is YouTube. Um, it's just Crystal Banner, V-A-N-N-E-R banner and um crystal banner crystal is spelled just like regular crystal c-r-y-s-t-a-l no h no k none of that (laughs) but um that's the best way to find me i do have a website crystalbanner.com or you can do nomad for less either with the number four or f-o-r either way i bought both domains um so yeah best way to find me i'm crystal banner on i don't have a facebook page anymore at least it's not active it just wasn't enough on there but i am on instagram under crystal banner so everything is Crystal Vanner. Crystal Vanner. Everything is Crystal Vanner. Yep. <clears throat> Sorry. Crystal yep. Vanner. Everything. Love yep. it. Love it. Well, Crystal, I thank you, Bree. So, <laughs> no, no, thank you because you have been a treat and a treasure, and just being able to have this conversation. Yes, definitely. Teresa said, "Thank you, girl. Thank you." Oh, like, you're welcome. So <laughs> dope be able to just be in conversation and, and yeah. have a kind of conversation with you so um anytime I'm looking forward even, to even off of this platform if you want to reach out you have the email just shoot me an email anytime <laughs> well thank you see this is what i'm saying this is what i, this is what I love about black people because we are family yes instant. And, you know what i'm saying and and vice versa if you i don't know and when you do have an event please definitely like if you know in advance like for example you're like you mm-hmm. know in August, like pretend we're in 2022. In August of 2022, which is in a few months, I'm going to be mm-hmm. doing, you know what I'm something? Because mm-hmm. if I can come or if I can share that information with other people, definitely, I will definitely do my best to come. And I will definitely do my best to share that because I think okay. that a, a huge part of self-care is just being in community with people that look like me, mm-hmm. that can understand me. They don't, they don't question why I'm exactly. doing what I do. They understand exactly. freedom and Black woman joy and, yes. and all of that so yes definitely. definitely keep me in the loop if you can and i'll be watching <laughs> you on youtube i'm looking forward to your updates and i'm just so thankful thank you so much for hopping on i appreciate no, you anytime thank you so much i appreciate you <laughs> oh thank you crystal and i'm back how freaking cool was crystal right This episode was so amazing to be able to sit and listen. Again, it was actually a longer conversation than what 
I put together here for you to listen to, but Crystal is so dope. Make sure that you go to her YouTube channel and her website and check her out, especially if you are even considering doing um, kind of some of the things that she was talking about being a, a, even a weekend nomad, which is something that I'm thinking about. So um, yeah, but that's it for today's episode. Oh, hey, before I go, two things, if you don't mind. Number one, if you could please rate and subscribe on iTunes, that would be dope. And also, make sure that you head over to browngirlselfcare.com. I just put up a wellness directory of Black-owned businesses, female women Black-owned businesses that I am uh, in the progress of growing out slowly but surely with trusted uh, brands. And so I would love for you to go ahead and check out the directory again at browngirlselfcare.com and show some support to those woman-owned black businesses. Excuse me. So with that said, that is it for today's episode. I hope you have a blessed and amazing week, and I will see you again on the next episode of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.